The Show Me the Money on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply! Yeah! Am I allowed to say I really wanted this? Podcast. I'm just a girl from a trailer park who had a podcast. Roxy Sorkin, your father just won the Academy Award. I'm going to have to insist on some respect from your podcast. I just want to thank every podcast I've ever met in my entire life. I'd like to dedicate this podcast to Miles Davis, Robert Mitchum, uh, Shorty Smith, Joe Vitrano, Ray Kramer, Rupert Cross, uh, J.T. Walsh, and Luana Ander. Hey, sorry, no, this, there's a mistake. Show me the money podcast. You guys won best podcast. Welcome to the Show Me the Money podcast, and I am, of course, Pat the Hat Stango. Who are you? I'm Nick the Father Turner, and today on the show we've got a lot to cover. We are going to be uh, talking about the BAFTAs and the DGA Awards that happened this pack week, past weekend, and we are looking forward to the SAG and the PGA Awards that mm-hmm. are happening this weekend. It's We are in the eye of the storm. It looks like it's calm because it's a Tuesday right. that we're recording, but Pat... Don't go out and collect all that fish yet because there is more storm coming. Oh, my God. This this past weekend, I had the, the windows boarded up. I was in the basement. I had, you know, I had the whole family down there with me because the BAFTA storm was raging. The DGA storm had already torn apart uh, the neighborhood. This is amazing. I mean... Let's get into it with these BAFTAs. I feel like well, the let's BAFTAs... get the DGAs out of the way, just because there's not really much to talk about. Uh, is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Let's get let's get it over I, with. I, I mean... think it's yeah. I mean, rip the bandit off. Charlotte Wells won for best new director. The Daniels won for best director, and we knew that was going to happen. And then the doc, um, I I guess uh, was it uh, was it Fire of Love uh, director there? Yes. Uh, so she, she's a lady. I forget her name. Good. I mean, good for her. Big win. DGA is is a you know a big career win for anyone. So whoever she is, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, listen, the big one is. The best director for a feature film went to the Daniels for everything everywhere. And here's what I'll say about that. I think the the one this hurts the most is Steven Spielberg. If Steven mm. Spielberg was going to win the Oscar for best director, he needed to win the DGA. I for think. sure. Especially him, because he was the only, you know, maybe first or second runner in any of these categories that wasn't even nominated for a stupid BAFTA. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, he needed this. You figure the DGA is going to be Spielberg's people. You know, it's going to be a little bit more of an older, you know, less international body than the uh, Academy is going to be. And I think if Spielberg didn't win here, he becomes a real underdog for the Academy Awards. Honestly, at this point, Fablemans feels like it's the 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 Fatalmans, you know, because it is fading. So I'm calling it the Fatalmans going forward. And I don't know if Spielberg is even running second for the Oscar for Best Director after what happened this weekend. I, I feel like. I, yeah, maybe He's Martin third. McDonough is, is yep. getting uh, getting some new love, and uh, you know Spielberg's uh, biggest fan, Todd Field. He ain't gonna win, but he's getting closer. He's getting closer. You're right. I mean, by uh, by the end well, of this, yeah, Spielberg yeah. might be placed sixth in the Oscars out of the five. For sure, he's really. For sure. I think Dolly DeLeon is gonna get fifth place in Best Director for the Oscars. Yeah, and she deserves it, and she deserves it. She's gonna so, get something. So the, the Daniels really are the big winners coming out of the DGAs. Are they the favorites to win the Academy Award for Best Director? I mean, they have to be. Well, they point. have been for a while. Yeah, and this this solidifies it. The yeah. DGAs are usually very predictive, so that's big. But 
the BAFTAs. Now can we talk? Ooh, I can't wait BAFTAs. to see who wins Best Director at the BAFTAs. I mean, I think it's going to clear up all of our questions going forward. I think whoever wins Director at the BAFTAs, they're shooing. Oh, so you're saying then the the clear favorite to win Best Director of the Academy Awards is the BAFTA winner, Ed of Berger, course. who is not nominated. Wait a minute. Wait, yeah. wait, whoa, whoa. Um, yes. yes, I'm saying that, obviously, to highlight the fact that the BAFTAs were batshit Pat Stango. Yeah. They were the Batshits, for yes, sure. the Batshits. Yeah, so... My favorite soft drink. So these British folks, these limey pricks, I say mm -hmm. with love, they loved All Quiet on the Western Front. They have loved you them seen some... this movie, Patty? I have not watched it yet. Okay, I, I watched the first, uh, uh, let's say, 45 minutes. Okay. So good. So good. Okay. It's so good. Why not finish it at that point? Too was it too good? Oh no, I was uh, on a plane, and uh, that was how far I got into it. Got it. They wouldn't do this circle around for you for a couple hours, let you finish it. No. Well, you know, I'd spent too much time watching Lilyhammer. Mmm. That's. I mean, listen. It's hard not to Netflix. I was finally first getting series. into Lilyhammer. Yeah. Because I'm a big Netflix fan, and I wanted to start at the beginning. Yeah, you've got a you've got that cue, but that cue goes back a long time. <laughs> yeah. Wow, the beginning of Netflix. But the Baptists <laughs> loved All Quiet on the Western Front. All Quiet they loved, on the Western Front. Wow. They love this war movie. This is World War One. Yes, World War One. So they're 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 really nostalgic. Um, no. This, <laughs> It's Wait, World, World War Two? What yes. is it? It's World, it's World War Two. I haven't seen the film, and I haven't read That's the books fine. since high school. That's fine. It's definitely World War Two. Okay, great. Okay, so that makes sense. That you know, everyone yeah. loves World War Two. Um, yeah, they loved this movie. And listen, I'm not sure I, World War One happened. I mean, it's definitely like what people said about the first Avatar movie. It was it's a big deal at the time, but it's not as culturally relevant anymore. There's not a there's not that many memes about it on Twitter, so it's not that important. Um, but BAFTAs, all quiet oh in the God. Western Front. It's, it's World War One. It is World War One because it's trench warfare. That's okay. what I know about this. It's trench okay. warfare. Yeah, it's trench warfare, but. I don't appreciate looking stupid on my own podcast. Yeah, you watch, but to be fair, you watch the forty-five minutes that where they didn't say what war it was yet. Yeah, was like you know what? The, in World War One, the they don't mention that there's another one coming. Right, right. So it's they a never war. Come. That's all yeah. they say. They don't say World War One. Yeah, no, that's the big. That's the big second act midpoint twist of this movie is that oh, it's actually been World War Two the whole time. World War One the whole time. Anyway, here we go. Is All Quiet on the Western Front? Which one? Best Director. It won Best Film at the uh -huh. Baptist. There's also a Best British Film category that Banshees won, but mm -hmm. All Quiet won Best Film. It won just a bunch of under-the-line awards. You know, it won also Best Film not in the English language. So I think that sews up. It's going to win the Academy Award for Best Foreign Film. And it won Best Director, like we said. Is All Quiet on the Western Front now actually an Academy Award uh, contender for Best Picture? It's nominated. But, I mean, does this matter for that movie? Okay, that movie is it's so funny you know because baftas yes they're a great predictor can a german film more easily win the bafta than the oscars obviously mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't think this means that it has a shot at winning but i do think it moves ahead of the fablemans wow wait so you're so you are at this point saying all quiet is a Sleeper. Like top five contender for I best do. picture. I don't think point. you can win BAFTAs and not be just straight up a top five contender. It it doesn't make any sense. The a lot of people voted on this. They're gonna vote for the Oscars. This right. movie is a, a juggernaut. Wow. So here is a here is a movie that I think this could be bad for. I think two movies. 
I think that all quiet gaining this momentum is bad for Banshees. Because I do think Banshees have been a share and to win best. Oh, that's out, buddy! It didn't win a single fucking Critics Choice. It's uh, it didn't it it didn't win anything but fucking the Lady and the the Tramp um category of best British film. Nobody wants that. What an embarrassment! Yeah, yeah best British film is like you know when when uh. I, I don't know what it's like. It's like it's like best grandpa or something like that. No, like the, yeah, the, of course you're the. You, right. Who else was I going to give that right. cup to? I only I got, one grandpa. I got the the prize for oldest grandpa. Great right. job, grandpa. Right. Right. Um. Okay. So, uh, it's done for Banshees Oscar is, consideration. As you think, as is Colin Farrell. Okay. I mean, that, listen. I think the bigger story than All Quiet on the Western Front from the Baptists is. In the category of Best Actor, Austin Butler for Elvis won Best Actor at the Baptist. He beat uh, Brendan Fraser, which we expected he wasn't going to win. But Colin Farrell did not win on his home court. I had money on Brendan Fraser. I thought he was going to do it. I, I, I Listen, I thought Farrell was a sure thing. So last week on this show, we both said... Elvis is not a big deal in the UK, and boy, were we wrong. These Brits, these limey pricks, I say with love, they love Elvis, and they love Austin Butler as Elvis. Is Austin Butler, am I correct that I've been saying it since the start of the show, is Austin Butler now in the proverbial catbird seat to win the Academy Award for Best Actor? Hmm... <laughs> um, l let's talk about why they they would vote for him and not Brendan Fraser. Okay. Is there anything specifically British about this? Like, I'm not sure the Brits can properly identify with a 600-pound man the way that we can. Right, right. They're not. They're not, uh, on average, as gluttonous as Americans, right? Um, yeah. So I think maybe that film. You know, if you just think it's like, oh, some disgusting man, you can't see yourself, a member of your family in there, which all Americans can, right, right, right. see both themselves and a member of their family in, in that character, right. Um, and uh, you know, I guess, you know, Darren Aronofsky, he's just. I, I, I don't think he travels well. Okay. I mean, he barely travels well within the United States. So once right, you bring right, ocean yeah. into it, it's, it's, that's an even tougher sell. I get what you're saying. Americans are definitely more apt to see themselves in a large man who can't move, who masturbates while eating a hoagie sandwich. That is a uniquely yeah, and, American experience. And Brits are, they can see themselves in someone who grew up the like a sexy uh, a young man. Right. And, um, and then due to poor health habits, right. uh, started to look 80 when he was 40. I yes. think Brits can identify with that better than anything. Yes, yes, yes. I, you know, and the other thing about Elvis, about Austin Butler, is this is a Baz Luhrmann film. Baz Luhrmann is Australian. BAFTA then is probably more apt to want to honor Baz Luhrmann than the United States is. I mean, Baz Luhrmann's never got a, an Academy Award nomination for Best Director. So I think that helps. But listen, here's the thing. Austin Butler has now won a BAFTA an academy that has a lot of overlap with the uh, Academy of Arts and Sciences. If Austin Butler wins the SAG Award this weekend, it's over. If Austin Butler wins the SAG this coming weekend, okay. it is over. He will win the Oscar slam doink. Okay. Frazier uh, has yeah. to win the SAG yeah. to have yeah. any chance. Yeah, I, I, will, I will fully concede this fact. Mm -hmm. um, which is obviously hard for me to do to say right. Austin Butler is even nominated. Right. Uh, because I've been fighting you tooth and nail. And to my credit, you've been arguing for Austin Butler and Elvis and Baz Luhrmann. And look, not every part of this movie's panned out. 
Right, right. You know, it's uh, it looks like it's um, it's not even going to get editing. I mean, or production design. What the hell is it up for? I mean, what, makeup. What's the I mean, the the it's up for all these for under the line awards. I don't think it gets production design. I'm feeling more confident that it, Elvis will win best makeup at the Oscars. I feel like the whale is fading. You know, the whale is fading. But I mean, the big one is best actor. Austin Butler pulled off the upset this weekend. I mean, I think Colin Farrell is fully in a distant third place after not winning the BAFTA. And it's a two-horse race between Austin Butler and Brendan Fraser going forward. Unless the SAG totally throws in a... You know, obviously, if Colin Farrell somehow wins the SAG Awards, then who knows? But... Uh, chances are it's going to be Butler or Frazier wins this weekend, and then one of them is going to win the Oscar. Farrell had to win the BAFTA, and he didn't do it. He came up short at home. You know, this is this is Patrick Ewing in the 1990s, you know, losing wow. a, a finger roll. He's, that, that's he's, I, he's the Buffalo Bills for four years. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. So, I mean, that was one of the big shockers of the BAFTAs. I mean, to me, the other big BAFTA shocker, because like Kate Blanchett won Best Actress, so just continuing on the path. to Yeah, no going. shocker there. Um, you know, the the supporting categories had two shockers in a oh sense. Oh, my God. They had one of the single biggest shockers in the history of movie awards. A bigger shock than anything. A bigger shock than... All quiet on the rest, Western Front yes. for sure. This yeah. is the fact that Colin Farrell didn't win after this shocker. Yeah, that fully cements all of his fingers in a burning house. Yes, well, say it. What what was the shocker that of which you speak? Barry Keoghan beat Kiwi Kwan for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, uh, you know, uh, we 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 knew he was going to sweep every Academy or every award show. Yeah, and he has, but he didn't. He didn't do it. And, you know, listen, people are saying, oh, BAFTA's all white and all that. We, we don't really get into that that stuff. But if any award show was going to be the one where Kiwi Kwan didn't win, it would be the BAFTAs. You know, they went for the hometown hero, Barry Keoghan. They overlooked the diverse candidate. Whatever. That's, that is the, it's BAFTA's BAFTA, whatever. Uh, but yeah. it's still shock. It's still even at the Baptist. It's still crazy to see Kiwi Kwan not win a sporting actor. I don't think this means anything for the Oscars or the SAGs. I mean, well, I'll tell you what. Um, as of now, mm-hmm. uh, it has plummeted Kiwi Kwan's odds for Oscar Best Supporting Actor from uh, I believe minus ten thousand all the way to minus ten thousand one thousand. Okay. It's all the same. Nothing it's all has the changed. Same. Uh, it they realized that was over uh, over the uh, across the pond. But what has changed, Pat? Yes. Is that Mister Number Two? Entire award seasons Number Two, Brendan Gleeson, mm-hmm. is now Number Three. Wow. Yeah, it's it's interesting. They're going with the the younger guy, and and you know, it kind of makes sense because. The clip I've seen everyone talk about since this movie got on TV has been the the scene with Barry Keoghan and Carrie Condon. There's that scene where they're by the water and Banshees and he's asking her out and she's saying, no way, Jose. And he's like, oh, all right, well, I guess I'll just go, you know, maybe go, go drown myself. Or, you know, that scene, that scene that everyone mm-hmm. loves. Mm-hmm. That's become the big scene. And... I think that, you know, I get why that moves Barry Keoghan up in front of Brendan Gleeson. But what that scene also does is Kerry Condon, I think, is a legitimate contender to win the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. I don't think the BAFTAs are a unique thing when it comes to that category i've been Absolutely saying it for a while not. angela yeah. bassett is the weakest of the favorites in this the is the kind hours. of thing where on if you don't follow all the award shows and then on oscar night you're like okay well let, let's look at the odds it's angela bassett by a mile right. and then carrie condon wins and most people at you know normie parties are like what you know, what 
Right. How did right. that happen? Right. But right. Uh, it's like a coin flip now. And this is how important this was. Okay, so let's talk about the best director category. I know we okay. already talked about it, but let's talk about it in terms of how the lines have changed. Okay. Now, I remember when Mike and Mike were here and they were telling me, you know, oh, I don't know about all that money you have on the Daniels because I do have a lot of money on the Daniels. Yes. It's, it's that's scary. where most, that's the most I have on anybody. Mm -hmm. um, and I started buying up the Daniels at plus 700. Oh, God. That's and, great. And now it's minus 1,200. Minus wow. 1,200. It has been living at like minus 150, minus 200 since the last award shows, the Critics' wow. Choice Award. Wow, wow. But it is just out of the fucking water, and it's they're, they're untouchable. Nothing else is going to happen here. Yes, yes. Well, there's no, there's no other directing races before now in the Oscars. You know, it's, right. it's you get the DGAs and that's it. Yeah. So, uh, it, that that was if if anything that we have said. Well, you got the, the Spirit Awards, but you know. Yeah, I don't think Spielberg is up for that, or you know, <laughs> I, at this point, I would say if anything we've said on the show, if it has led people to months ago getting in early and putting money on the Daniels, that is a worthy reason for this show to have existed. Because yeah, that that was we were in so early, mm -hmm. like you said, when they were underdogs, such underdogs, and now they are basically slam doinks. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean the when I'm looking at any best director race for the Oscars, if I'm not putting money on the Daniels, I'm only putting underdog money on Martin McDonough. I think Spielberg is is toast okay so this can we just do like a little i know we like to do you know victory laps but yeah 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 the fact that you know all the legit uh cat or award season prognosticators every yes. one of them you know who you said are. you know who the fuck you are because You're it's listening. every show but ours yes they said that the fablemans would win they said that spielberg would win Yep. They literally thought that. Not that he had a shot, or not that he could be a spoiler to the Daniels. Everyone said that he would win from the very first episode. We, as a podcast, said everything everywhere all at once is going to win. Yes. And that uh, the Fablemans and Brendan Fraser were not going to win. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, now, Brendan Fraser, obviously, we may could have come around win. on a little bit. Um, but... Uh, but it doesn't look good for him. Not as good as it looked. No, let's it, let's talk about that. Yeah, um, I mean, okay. Let's see so, where his odds. I mean, yeah, he's uh, he's at uh, minus one twenty, and Austin Butler is at plus one fifteen, which hasn't wow. uh, changed a ton. But what has changed, Pat, mm -hmm. is that Colin Farrell has slipped to plus six hundred, right behind Bill Nye, who has now moved. I'm just kidding. Of course, oh, Bill Nye I, is for a second, dead I buried. I was gonna say that would be that would be uh, that would be like the somehow the people making the betting lines just got angry at Colin Farrell for not winning. <laughs> like it wasn't even it didn't even make sense to move the line that way, but they were just mad at him for losing the ba the BAFTA. Uh, Pat, do you know before I look it up um, whether Kate Blanchett is um, is nominated for a Spirit Award? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but I would believe so. I feel like Tar would qualify yeah. for an Indie Spirit Award. Okay, uh, it's a it's a fairly small. Uh, so uh, Ana de Armas and Bill Nye share the same odds of plus five thousand. Uh, Kate Blanchett is sitting at uh, minus two eighty. Not much of a change, but a little a little uh, worse odds than before. Michelle mm -hmm. Yeoh is plus one eighty five. Andrea Riseborough is still plus 1,200. Nothing's going to happen with her because she isn't nominated for anything else. Yeah. Michelle Williams, plus 4,000. Who gives a shit? So um, that's that's pretty much, that's pretty similar. Yeah, uh, I mean, Blanchett, listen, as far as the Oscars, this weekend SAG Awards, which we'll get into in a bit, are going to be a huge deal. And I think settling the Blanchett versus Michelle Yeoh category and in the momentum for, I mean, best actor. And again, supporting actress. 
I think is a total crapshoot. And honestly, if you gun to my head right now, I think Carrie Condon is winning the Oscar. Gun to your head. Gun to, I mean, I don't know why anyone would go through the trouble of getting a gun, putting it to my head, just to ask me who's going to win Best Supporting Actress. But. Well, okay, so Pat, I, I put some money, I spread I spread some money around on the okay. Mattress, and right. I, I, t- I reported to you that I was up $65. Love it. Now, that's not true. Oh, no. What happened? Well... Um, I'm not down. I'm just up less because uh, my big win, I had $4 on All Quiet on the Western Front to win, Mm -hmm. which paid out $48, Pat. Oh, my God. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Thank you. That's one of those things where you're just like, just throw a few bucks on it. It's it's obviously a possibility. Right, right. right. It's going to feel so good. And I did. And it did. And it felt great. Oh my god! Um, but um, the other big win that I had was I said I'd put two hundred, I'd put twenty bucks on Carrie Condit to win, mm-hmm. which which won fifty bucks for me, mm-hmm. which felt great. However, I had made a mistake. <gasps> oh, Carrie no. Condon was minus two hundred for the Baftas, okay. so I did not put money on her to win the Bafta. I put money on her to win the Academy Award. Okay, which was so- much better odds at plus two fifty. Okay, got it. So you're you're waiting to have that win because, like I said, it does, I'm yeah, feeling it, I may, I'm I feel like Kerry Condon is gonna is gonna pull that out. Yeah, I think the the listen. I think a big issue for Bassett, Angela Bassett at the Baftas, you know, and again, whatever racial problems there are with the Baptists, you you could you could say that for sure. But I do think the bigger problem for for her with that uh, with that award and probably with the Academy Awards is, are you going to give a Marvel movie an acting award? And I still feel in my bones, and I know Joker has won two Academy Awards, but Joker is a DC property, and Joker is just more prestige. I do not think anyone. Well, Joker is not a, a superhero movie. Joker is not a super. Joker, listen, Joker is just a great character up there with Othello and you know uh uh Michael Corleone and all that so yeah but I don't think they're gonna give he's Travis Pickle Ma- Travis Pickle the you know he's Joker is an all-time classic character but I don't think they're gonna give a Marvel movie an acting award I don't think she I, that's what I think the big problem is maybe I'm uh, wrong. yeah I don't know I don't know if anybody cares about that like huh? I hate Marvel movies, but I don't care. Yeah, but you're not like a seventy-four-year-old like former hairdresser, former movie producer who votes for the Academy Awards. I I think that person, uh, who's actually ninety-four, I think that person is iffy about giving an award to a Marvel movie. I don't but know we'll if, see. There's, if there's as many ninety-two-year-olds in this body as you think there are. But like with uh uh you know. Uh, governors, uh, government races, the older voters are the ones who vote, and the younger ones are the ones who forget to cast their ballots. So that 94-year-old former hairdresser who was a movie producer in the 70s, he's putting his ballot in. Yeah, well, okay, that's going to get exciting. Uh, do you want to hit up any uh, category that we haven't talked about? From the BAFTAs, let me just scan real quick and see if there's anything else of note. So, Banshees did win Best British Film, but that, like we said, that doesn't matter. Um, and I'm assuming um, the uh, All Quiet on the Western Front won cinematography because it is now minus 500. Well, here's let's let's look quickly just at the two screenplay races and how okay. those shape okay. up out of the BAFTAs. So, f- at the BAFTAs. Martin McDonough won Best Original Screenplay. And I feel like at the Oscars, it's at this point, to me, a two-horse race between McDonough and everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, I, I'm i starting to feel like McDonough, not just because he won the BAFTAs on his home turf, but it's a way of giving that movie an Oscar mm-hmm. when the Daniels are probably already going to get Best Director. So I could see that getting split. Yeah, um, I don't think, uh, you know, I 
Look, I do not subscribe to this bullshit where everyone says like, oh, they're going to give that to this movie and they're not going to sure. give it to this movie because blah, 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 blah. That's not how anybody thinks. That's not how a single fucking person on earth thinks. And mm -hmm. even if they do, there's no way you could you could assume. It's not going to be a group think. No. Um, but I do think voters are going to want to give McDonough a screenplay award because he's, you know, a writer's writer and he Look, writes I think that the that. script for um, Everything Everywhere All at Once is its weak link. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. cast, it's directing, it's editing, it's production design, all of that. Right. I think uh, is the and the script is just a script. Right. Right. The script is just a script. They should that's how they should open the Academy Awards. With me singing uh, with anything you. I want. Um and in the adapted screenplay category at the BAFTAs, all quiet on the Western Front won. But I would say the movie that is the big other, you know, the the sort of not big favor, but the favorite to win the Oscar for adapted still screenplay, is. Uh, still is because Women Talking wasn't nominated for a BAFTA. Right. But I do think All Quiet on the Western Front is going to give it a run for its money, and I think as we get closer and we see what happens at the WGAs, who knows? All Quiet may become the favorite. For that category. Look, if you loved All Quiet and you right. um, are thinking maybe you're not going to vote for it because you don't think it's going to win and you're trying right. to play the game a little bit, now you know that it can win anything. So yes. there's, it's not a wasted vote anywhere. Right, right, right. Especially so, with Best Adapted Screenplay, obviously. Right. It's number right. two. It's plus 150 now. It's not even like a deal anymore. Right, right. Yeah, I, I get it. I mean, I think Women Talking has obviously always been a little bit soft because it didn't get any acting nominations. It didn't get a director nomination. So All Quiet, listen, it had a great BAFTAs, and I think it now has a chance of winning a bunch of Under the Line at the Oscars and maybe winning uh, Adapted Screenplay. Okay, do you think that um, like Best British Animated Short... The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse, which already was the frontrunner for Best Animated Short for the Oscars, uh, and now it's a mega frontrunner, minus 500. Do you think mm. that's over, or do you think My Year of Dicks, plus 500, has a shot? Because that's the only one that anybody ever talks about other than The Boy, the Mole. Well, interesting you bring that up, because last night, because I sleep very little and just stay up to all hours of the night, I watched My Year of Dicks, which okay. is now streaming on Hulu. Yeah. And I love this film. It was great. 25 minutes, very entertaining. I think something that could help this movie in that category is, A, it's accessible. You know, it's just sitting there on Hulu with, with all these other shows. And it's a pretty easy watch that I do think people are watching. You know, like I think Academy voters are probably finding that movie. Uh, I, I I actually could see that pulling an upset. Of course, I'm biased because I just watched it last night. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a category as we get closer to the Oscars. We could go back and forth on a little bit. I'm looking forward to the animated short debate in a way I've never have before. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's, um, are, are we good for, uh, BAFTA's recap? Is there any other stories we need to talk about? I think it's time we start sagging. Okay. Let's, uh, let's sag and then, uh, and then let's PGA. What? Who's got more? Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's sag. Yeah. Let's sag. Let's, 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 right. uh, so. make like our grandmas and sag. Oh, 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 oh. Had okay. to do it. Um. um these don't okay here we go all right so number one film we got babylon bud banshees of inishirian everything everywhere all at once the fablemans women talking i'm gonna pull up bet us odds on this baby go for it that is what i am doing as well right now so you are looking at the category of best cast right there you go best um, cast i am looking at the category of 
There's oh, best, sorry. Best, yes, 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 yes. Best cast in a mo- outstanding performance by a cast in a motion picture. Right. So that's basically the SAG Awards equivalent of best picture. Yeah. So women uh, talking's out because it yeah. didn't get any no- any individual nominations. Yep, that's out. Um, yeah, I mean, it basically this is a two Babylon is out. Babylon's out because it's Babylon. It's Banshees it, of Inisherin is uh, still uh, the most individual acting nominations, save for me. Oh, well, I guess it's tied with everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, they both they so, both have four. They both and have Fable a double nomination. Both has category. two joke nominations. Yes. Yes. For Michelle Williams and Judd Hirsch. Yes. Yeah, Fableman's has Fableman's has nominations that people immediately regretted the second after they were announced. Now, Pascal. So, yes. Uh, I do need to bring up one thing, and it is that sometimes, is it true, that people uh, vote for movies in this category that they want to... Um, give acting nominations to or, or acting awards to that aren't nominated for other categories. Yeah, I mean, because the thing is, this category will honor, I think, anyone who is in the in the opening credits of the movie. You know, so it will also honor uh, people, not just the people who are nominated individually, but just, you know, the cast going all the way down to like and Jenny Slate in Everything Everywhere All at Once, or however deep they go into that that movie. Mm-hmm. So are there, do Banshees or Everything Everywhere All at Once stick out to you as having casts that people want to honor, you know, the fifth, the sixth, the seventh people? They do. In these movies. They definitely do. Right? Well, right? I mean, there's nobody else in Banshees, but... The naked cop, whoever that guy is. Okay, can I? Uh, let's go through uh, past winners. Oh, I love. I Last love this. year, Coda won. Okay. So obviously that was uh, that was yep. the, the eventual winner, and the year before that, Trial of the Chicago Seven, perfect example. So many incredible people in this cast. None of them are gonna win anything. Right. Right. It was a way of giving like Michael Keaton the award. Can I, can I tell you this cast? Sasha Go Baron Cohen, it. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Michael Keaton, Frank Langella, Eddie Redmayne, Mark Rylance, Jeremy Strong. Come on. Wow. And that and it wasn't joke casting. You know, it's not like cameo right. casting. Right, right. It's not Michael Keaton showing up as Batman 89. Right. Yeah. Um, um, but that yeah. movie did not win. Yeah, but Best the previous picture. year, Parasite did win. Yes, that was a huge one. Yeah. And the year before that, Black Panther. The year before that, Three Billboards. Interesting. Hidden so Figures. Movie. Mm-hmm. Spotlight, Birdman, American Hustle, Argo, The Help, The King's Speech. Okay. So some of those match up, some of those half get. and it's, half. Looks it's like. pretty half and half, yeah. Because yeah. King's Speech and Argo, and so that, it's like every nice. other year almost they match up. So yes, but 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 but, yeah. Parasite had no acting nominations. Right. Black Panther had no acting nominations. Right. Three billboards had might have had. Yeah. I mean, for th- who? Besides Frances well, McDormand. She won Best Actress at the Oscars, and I'm pretty sure Woody Harrelson... Uh, well, and... Uh, um, Sam Rockwell? It had, Sam Rockwell won the Oscar, too. Oh, he and, did? And Woody Harrelson was up for... Yeah, that, that movie had three acting nominations for the Academy Awards. I'm guessing they probably had the same for the SAGs. Can I um, tell you, put fucking Michael Keaton in your movie, and yep. you're going to win the cast award at the SAGs. Spotlight, Birdman... Yeah, uh, Trial of Chicago Seven. Trial of Chicago Seven. Yeah, that dude, that guy has three best cast SAG wins in this like decade. six years. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I think I think next year the Flash has a shot at winning the SAG for best cast because I'm, Michael Keaton cameo. Money in. on it. Um, okay, here's what I'll say. Looking at some of these SAG best cast winners, especially in years in which it didn't match up with the best picture for the Oscar, you got the you know you got. Hidden Figures, 
Uh, Black Panther got one. Like we said, Parasite won Best Picture, got one. I do think the SAG Awards, uh, are they more likely a voting body that will want to get some diversity up there or, or will will uh, you know vote with that in mind in a way maybe the BAFTAs don't which I think if they're looking at this and they're like which cast do we want to see standing up on that stage yeah I think that favors everything everywhere all at once over the cast of Banshees, of Banshees. yes absolutely if I'm picturing it in my mind I see the cast of everything everywhere all at once also, the Fablemans aren't going to win, Pat, because the thing that we love about the Fablemans is the director, the yes. writer. Yes. It is not the cast of three people that we know. No, no. Steven Spielberg did not play himself as a young man in this movie. That would have been interesting. I would have really loved to see that movie, but he had someone else play him. Now, so unfortunately, there's... I think we've just described how the odds break down. Okay. Babylon, Women Talking, plus 2,000. Fablemans, plus 600. Banshees of Inisherin, plus 200. And Everything Everywhere All at Once, minus 225. I think this category is perfect. Yeah. I, I, I don't see underdog money that's worth putting here. No. I, I think everything's going to win. I don't think the average actor in SAG is going to really think, oh, I want to get the Banshees cast up there over the Everything Everywhere cast. So no, because I think, I think we're nervous about what Brendan Gleeson's hands will look like. Yes, yes. Because he's a method actor. Yeah. And that was the part of a lifetime. So He actually had Domhnall Gleeson on uh, on the set of another movie because he's such, he was playing a father, so he's like, I had to have a kid. Mm, he's great. I mean, listen, it, show, it shows in the work. Yeah. Um, so let's move on then to, uh, I mean, we've talked about before, but best actor this weekend at the SAGs. This is the the must win for Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. And on BetUS, he is minus 150. He's the favorite. Elvis, Austin Butler, is, is second with plus 225. They still have Colin Farrell as plus 250. So he's in third, but not too far behind. Bill Nye is plus 3,300. He has no chance. And, of course, Adam Sandler was nominated <laughs> for Best Actor at the SAG for Hustle. He's oh, that's a Bill Nye 5, odds right there. <laughs> Amazing. So he's the one guy who didn't get the Oscar nomination. Paul Mescal replaces yeah. him in the Oscars. So listen. So... This is a three-horse race. We all race. know what we're both going to say. I mean, uh, of course, I'm betting Austin Butler. And, of course, I'm point. betting Brendan Fraser. I mean, here's the thing. I think, like I said, if Austin Butler wins the SAG this weekend, it's I agree. over. I won agree. the Oscar. I agree. Frazier has to win. 100%. Last weekend was a must-win for Colin Farrell. This weekend is a must-win for Brendan Fraser. That's basically what this race is right now. Yeah. Um, it's crazy how this has turned out, um, and I'm a little sad that Bill Nye never had one fun day, mm-hmm. but his whole life has been fun, so fuck him. Best actress. Best actress. So, uh, I mean, this is probably another one where the winner of this really tells you who's going to win the Oscar, so Michelle Yeoh is No, it doesn't. Yeah, oh, because you think if Michelle Yeoh wins, she's still not winning the Oscar. Oh, of course not. Also, this is the fantasy ballot for the Oscars that everybody wanted. Right. There's no there's no Michelle Williams and no Riseborough. And two black actresses. Right. So yeah. so you've got Daniel Deadweiler for Till and Viola Davis for The Woman King are both in here. They're both super. Can long I ask shots. you a question? Yes. What Always. has Michelle Yeoh won that makes her a favorite over Kate Blanchett at the SAGs? Well, they both won the Globe because Michelle Yeoh got the, the actor in a comedy. Don't actress count, in a comedy. especially don't. in her specific situation, being her only competition is in a different category. Yeah, they wouldn't count even if they were in the same category. 
I I am yeah. It is interesting that Michelle Yeoh is the betting favorite. I'm gonna Makes let's no take sense. let's take a look at the history of this category: best actress in a, a best leading actress at the SAG Awards. So and see where those differ. Um, last year you had Jessica Chastain won the SAG. She won the Oscar. Year uh, before that, Viola Davis won the SAG Award for Ma Rainey. She did not win the Oscar. Frances McDormand won the Oscar, so miss there. Uh, Renee Zellweger won both. Uh, Glenn Close famously won the SAG as the uh-oh. wife, but did not win the Oscar. Olivia Coleman won that. Frances McDormand, three billboards, did the double, won the SAG and the Oscar. Emma Stone won the SAG and the Oscar. Brie Larson, mm-hmm. SAG and Oscar. Julianne Moore, SAG and Oscar. Yeah, Kate so Blanchett. there's nothing special about the SAGs, is what you're saying. Most times they do. Oh, did she win twice when she won her Oscars? Uh, Julianne Moore did. Cate Blanchett did. Blue yeah. Jasmine year. She won the SAG and the Oscar. J-Law won Silver Lining SAG and Oscar. So here's another different one. 2011, Viola Davis won Best Actress for the Help for this at the SAG Awards, but Meryl Streep won the Oscar for The Iron Lady. Cate Blanchett's first was Elizabeth, right? Uh, yes. No, no. Her first, well, she was nominated for that. Her first win was in Supporting Actress for The Aviator. Supporting? Yeah. So she's got a supporting and a best oh, actress. Oh, yeah. that's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. She so this great. is time to right a wrong and get okay. a second best so actress. So this, I think, is going to be Kate Blanchett. She's minus 105 compared to Michelle Dio's minus 135. And I just, I just don't see, I don't see why it, what happened or why I don't care. Put all your money on Kate Blanchett here. Double it up. Get it for yeah. Oscar money. Yeah, I agree. I think I, I don't get why she's not a heavy favorite, but hey, take advantage of of it. Especially after the bath, it doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Um, listen, supporting actor. It, Kiwi Kwan's going to win this, right? The BAFTAs yeah. doesn't matter. No. He's going to win the SAG Awards. Yeah. Slam doink. Yeah. Um, is it? Is there any money to be had with him there? I don't think so. Right? I mean, you, um, like you said, the odds are... Best supporting actor is minus 1,000. It's not worth touching. Yeah. So, I mean, all right. unless you want to put $4 on Barry Keoghan. Right. And, you know, possibly win 60 bucks. Yeah, I mean you could, but honestly, it's a waste of four dollars. Kiwi. <laughs> That's what I thought when I bet on all everything everywhere or uh, all quiet on the Western Front. Um, okay, so then supporting actress Angela Bassett minus two twenty five, Carrie Condon plus one seventy five, and then the other three ladies. You know them, you love them, you won't vote for them. Yeah, yeah, it's a two horse race here. So Carrie Condon's plus one seventy five. I mean. Obviously, this is the one that feels like you could get some underdog money on this weekend because also could... I'm going to say if, if Angela Bassett does not win this, then I think she's done for the Oscars. I mean, I think if she doesn't win this, then immediately get all the money you can on Carrie Condon for the Oscars before yeah, they be- change the law. Because line. Angela Bassett... Half of her goodwill, or why everyone thinks she's going to win, is because she won the Golden Globe, which doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Here, listen, a a former co-host and a one-time guest of the show who analyzes the speeches of these award shows, Clayton Speech King, he, and when we did our post-Golden Globes episode, he really criticized Angela Bass's speech. The fact that she was reading off a phone, he didn't think the speech worked well in the room, and I think we're going to find out Saturday if he was right, because if Carrie Condon wins that supporting actress, it could be because people didn't like Angela Bassett reading her speech off a phone at the Golden Globes. That is how these things are decided. Okay. Best stunt ensemble in a motion picture. We got Batman, Woman King, Avatar, Black Panther, Top Gun. Top Gun is riding high at minus 375. And, buddy, 
This movie has to win this because no movie on earth has had so much goodwill with nowhere to put it. Yes, it's true. <laughs> and it's this true. one, you... finally, it's like, God, fucking give it to him. Because is would would uh, Tom does Tom Cruise get this sag if Top Gun Maverick wins? Like he's not a stunt man, but he's an actor who 100%, does his own stunts. He's a, I I mean he's in the stunt ensemble. Yeah, and also Avatar. If anyone saw Avatar in a theater, you saw a commercial for Tom Cruise doing stunts. Yes. It, that's incredible. You're right because we all saw the the Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning like eight minutes. Where he says, "I want to do it again," and does it the exact same way and changes nothing and wastes everybody's yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. But we loved it. It was it was great to watch. We loved it. He, he's got to win this, and so he's the Top Gun Maverick is the favorite at minus three seventy five. I just don't see where else anyone would even consider giving the stunt award because. Black Panther Wakanda Forever is all in front of a green screen. There are no stunts in that movie. Avatar Way of Water, green screen. There aren't actually stunts in that movie. Uh, and then Woman King and Batman are probably have a lot of practical stunts, but neither of those are going to win. It's. I don't think there's a... I think there's another one where it's not really worth betting on this other than to just throw money on the favorite and win like 50 cents. Uh, yeah, I mean... You know, and yeah, that yeah, it's boring. It's boring to 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 um, to bet on this. I would say, out of all the categories that we've discussed here at the SAG Awards, yeah, um, you should put your money on Kate Blanchett at minus one hundred five for Best Actress. Right. I think that's. I don't think you should split up your money at all. Right, I just I agree. do that. A hundred yep. bucks on there. Come away with one ninety five. Yep. Yep. Um, and I think or uh, do your Austin Butler thing, but I, that's for you to say, not me. That's for me and my God, and both of us are putting some money on Austin Butler. But you wouldn't put all one hundred on that. No, 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 no. I mean, listen, I do think there is a very likely scenario in which Brendan Fraser does win the SAG this weekend, and Austin Butler still wins the Oscar. Like I said, this is the one Fraser has to win. Yeah. Butler does not have to win this weekend. Okay, PGA. Talking golf, let's do it. Now, PGA has also been something where Top Gun thinks it's going to thrive. What do you think about that? I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense because this movie, more than anything, is a feat of producing. Mm -hmm. You know, the fact that it exists kind of... The fact that Top Gun Maverick was released in theaters rather than sold to a streamer during the pandemic, mm -hmm. that is what it should win this award for. Because okay, that yeah. is Now, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, technically was never sold to a streamer. Right. But it did come out in the early, in the beginning of the year, which right. uh, is why we think that it, like, was available Online, but it wasn't. It it showed up on on Showtime, at a, right. at a reasonable time, but after a theatrical release. Oh, of course, no. Everything everywhere was okay. A, I'm was just a saying. big theatrical hit. So no, what okay. I yeah, but hold when, on. when we, I say that, yeah. uh, I mean the fact that Maverick was was. Uh, uh, it saved the movie industry, right? It saved the movie industry, and there were streamers in 2020 that really wanted to pay a lot of money to immediately put it on streaming. And the producer Tom Cruise said, "We will not do that. We're holding this." And I think that is looked upon by Hollywood as a really noble thing. Well, and I think, I think he that saw the movie before that. He knew, but but he was right. He was right. I, okay. I think yeah. I, I think we both agree, or at least I definitely think this is where Maverick gets its flowers. Okay, so but, okay, just okay. There are let's see, one, five, ten uh, movies in this category. Now, okay. the Whale, the Glass Onion, Black Panther, Elvis, Tar, Avatar, the Banshees of Sharon have no shot. They're all at plus one thousand or above. Right. The only other movie that has any competition with Top Gun and Everything Everywhere All at Once. The Fablemans plus two hundred. Obviously, that's laughter. I'm, I'm laughing at that. 
there's no chance. No, yeah. it's two movies, and one of them is Top Gun, and that is bonkers. What if this yeah. movie, what if Top Gun wins the PGAs and All Quiet won the BAFTAs? Then what the fuck would we think? Yeah, I mean, Maverick has always been circling as a possibility for Best Picture, and I think we could get to that. Listen, after this weekend, after the SAGs and the PGAs, then we're going to be really talking the Academy Awards after that. Yeah. So, uh, I I do think that, listen, if Maverick has any shot at winning Best Picture at the Oscars, it has to win the PGA for Best Picture. You know, th- this course. is make or break. Of course. This is, this is the second miracle for Maverick. Yeah. Or this is the first miracle. That's right. This is the winning the PGAs is the first miracle for Maverick. It has to pull it off. Okay, if uh, has any shot. So last year, Coda won. Same movie. Yep. Year before that, Nomadland. Same movie. Yep. The year before that, nineteen seventeen. Nope. That, okay. What Parasite won. Okay. And Parasite then uh, before that, Green Book. Same movie. Before yep. that, Shape of Water, same movie. La La yep. Land, obviously not Moonlight, but very close. Very close. Then uh, The Big Short before that also didn't win. Did not win. Birdman did win. Yep. 12 Years a Slave did, did win. win. Argo yep. did win. Artist did win. King's Speech did win. Hurt Locker yep. did win. Did win. Slumdog Millionaire did win. Did win. No Country for Old Men. Did win. Okay, so what we're looking at here. The PGAs are a great predictor. Me thinking that everything everywhere all at once is going to win the PGAs. I'm sorry. Because you think it's too good of a predictor for Maverick to win. I think I think there's only two movies in that list that did not win. Yeah. I do think, though, this is such a special case where this is such a produced movie. In a way that everything, ever all at once is, like you said, a well-directed, acted, edited okay. movie. Can I? Maverick is a yeah. feat of production. I will say, in that sense, you're absolutely correct. Until you look at the past two winners of Coda and Nomadland, and I think it's back to everything, everywhere. True, but those are COVID years in which there were such small movies being nominated for all these awards. You know, like Nomad Land basically beat out a bunch of uh, you know, a bunch of movies that were playing on Hulu or whatever. And the same thing with even Nomad Land was playing on Hulu. How exactly. Dare you? Exactly. So I do think that uh those are sort of outlier years for these awards. And I get your logic. It would make sense that Everything Everywhere would win here if it's the favorite for the Oscar. I think Maverick, though, could still win this and still end up not winning the Oscar. I think this feels like a a year where the PGA could be different. You think this feels like a year uh, like, uh, let's say, 1999 when Saving Private Ryan won the PGAs and that dumb Shakespeare in Love movie won the Oscar? Or, I mean, listen, or a year like just a few years ago, 2019. 1917, which was the big, loud, very highly produced movie, won the yeah. PGA, but the Oscar went to the small movie Parasite. But what what about Green Book? The year before that, that was the small movie that no one thought was going to win. Who? What was the? Who um, that well, that year was like Black Panther and Black Klansman. There wasn't a there. Roma, that was it. And Roma, which... Bohemian Rhapsody, A Star is Born, but Roma, I think, was the favorite. Yeah, so there wasn't, like, a big movie that could have... You know, Roma was also, like, a tiny black and white movie about a dog taking a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think this is... I, I think Maverick and specifically Tom Cruise, they feel like such heroes to the people who produce these movies that if you're going to honor that movie, it's going to be here. So I, I I do think PGAs, I'm going to dig up a couple of, couple of coins, and I think I'm going to put some money on Top Gun Maverick for the PGAs. Okay. It's the first miracle. It's the first miracle. Okay. I just don't know, Patty. 
Well, listen, also, that's it's beauty. so funny. That's the only award, by the way. Yeah, well, There's that's... There's no other awards. Well, if at you least got, not, you can bet on If that. you got a big enough main event, that's all you need. And that's the PGAs. They got that one thing, but that's all we need. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, Patty, we did it. They we said we it. couldn't talk about all that in an hour, but it's exactly an hour. Um, oh, check right. us out on Patreon. Check out the B.O. Boys. Check out Fraudsters. Um, and uh, put some goddamn money on these things. Uh, we're, we, we're sick of just making all the money ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Spread the wealth. All right. Anything else to say? No, that's it. Okay. Love you guys. See you next week. Bye.